Hello and welcome to our podcast today. Today we are talking about uh, the story Marrow Thieves, and I am joined by my group members Asia, Amara, Maya, and Natalie. So I guess we'll move on. Asia, would you like to tell us a little bit about how this book was portrayed? I would love to. So in this book, the first few chapters, we hear Frenchie's coming to story and how he survived in this dystopian world, running from the recruiters, who are there to capture the First Nations and harvest their bone marrow for their dreams doesn't really sound ideal. We learn about how Frenchie came to be and how he was found by the group. And as the book progresses, we see how Frenchie develops relationships with the characters and truly becomes a family, especially Rose. Him and his family have constantly been traveling north to escape the government recruiters, and along the way, they lose group members either to death or recruiters. And they ultimately decide to go after them. Nearing the end of the story, they cross paths with Frenchie's father and a council of indigenous members. They help them find their lost group members. And on this topic, uh, in here, this dy- it's dystopian, right, Amara? Yeah, What would correct. you say about that? Um, well, it's very futuristic, like you said. And I really like how you summarized the book and how the plot was really developed. This book seems to be set in a dystopian genre, like Asia said, and... The book takes place 70 years into the future, and many things have changed, the biggest being First Nations being hunted down for their bone marrow. Non-native people have also lost the ability to dream, and like I just said, that does not sound very realistic to me. But actually, there's actually a lot more real-world connections than we thought. Uh, Even though this book is set so far in the future, it is still really closely related to the real world in many ways. It closely resembles the residential schools that started in the late 1800s, and the author really created this book to show the cruelty to the indigenous people, um, and it really shows how cruel and horrid the time was and how they have been treated. Would you say this could actually happen in real life? Um, I think it's uh, it's a quite a reach to say that this could happen in real life, but I mean, um, the residential schools did happen many years ago, and I think the author did a great job portraying how this book uh, showed up. So the main character in this book is named Frenchie. Maya, would you like to tell us about how this character developed through the story? Frenchie's the main character and has a big role in the group. He holds them together and is responsible for many chores, such as hunting for their food. He's a kind, a very kind and loving character, but can also be serious and hardworking when jobs need to be done. You will not want to be on his bad side. Throughout the story, he is contacted with the loss of his family and friends. He does everything in his power to keep his group alive. Very true. Yeah, I truly, really enjoy Frenchie as a character. Um, And he really helps out some of the major themes in the story. Natalie, um, uh, you prepared something about the major themes. Yeah, some major themes that present in the story are cycle histories, language, and indigenous oppression. They are major themes in the Marrow Thieves. As the book brings up the history of indigenous life before and after the timeline in the book, Minavera, which is the elder of the group, teaches the younger generations her language and stories from their culture. Later in the book, a youth council is made to teach the younger people the history of the First Nations. All of the teachings and stories are meant to inform readers of indigenous history. The author draws heavily on the history of Canadian residential schools, which operated in Canada in various forms for centuries. And it goes to great lengths to show this history will shockingly easy to recreate under circumstances. With this, the author pays particular attention to the specific ways in which white Canadians have historically targeted Indigenous people, and how even decades after the official end of residential schools, those same methods can prove to be just as effective and dangerous. Uh, in the face of this bleak reality, the Marrow Thieves becomes the author's call to action for all Canadians, encouraging them to support Indigenous populations in keeping their culture alive and sharing their stories in Native languages. With that, um, 
like what I've taken account from what I've heard from you, that kind of reminds me of this quote I've heard in the book. It's about Meg, their elder, sharing everything uh, about their heritage with Frenchie. And so I was just wondering, do you guys have any things that you learned from the book or quotes? Yeah, in actually chapter seven, The Four Winds, when Frenchie decided to put himself before Meg um, to get electrocuted by the fence because he did not want Meg to get hurt, Meg said, you never put somebody in front of yourself. And that, that just really brought me, you know, some hero work. It sounded very good. I totally agree. That was a very important quote. Um, and another quote that I actually found in the text um, involved um, Frenchie um, through putting himself in front of others and really helping out um, the indigenous people. And it really uh, honestly helped out the story and really helped out those major themes. All right, so okay. moving on throughout the podcast. Uh, we'll, Aisha, would you like uh, to yes, share so, us some... Uh, we will be right back with you right now. There's a little ad break. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, so we'll be back after the break. This podcast is brought to you by DreamCorp. Totally not evil. Have you lost the ability to dream? Yeah! <laughs> Do your night seem boring and restless? Yeah! yeah. Do you want to gain the ability to dream? Yeah. yeah! Well, now you can! With our revolutionary technology, our your nights will be filled with colorful dream, powered by your imagination, using marrow specially harvested for you. That's right, you can even dream during the day. Call now at 1... 1- Four two zero six 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 one six one nine to bug your marrow replacement today and achieve your dreams. Once again, call one four twenty six 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 one six one nineteen to book an appointment at DreamCorp. Once again, totally not evil. And now we're back from our commercial break. So moving on throughout the t- story, um, the message has uh, has really been uh, rich throughout the story. Asia. Uh, yes, I agree with you, and I have found there's tons of messages in the book and one of the messages that really stood out to me was how Frenchie has this ability to overcome obstacles and he has taught us that we can do that too. He tells us not to let anything get in our way and if we really want it then we fight for it or don't give up. Uh, Many of the other messages are similar to this one but this one really just carries the book as it is most prominent. No I completely agree on that like really in real life situations you do have to work for things if you want something and this book overall to me I would give it a 4.5 it really stood out to me the ending wasn't too good because it didn't talk about how the characters grow or anything but I would give it a 4 out of 5. I would give it a 4.5 only only because the ending wasn't the best but there were some good things about the book that I really enjoyed so I would give it a 4.5. Um, I would give the book a 3.5 because the ending just cuts off with no resolutions. It did teach indigenous history, but also the timelines were confusing for most of the book. And I agree. I would really recommend this book to uh, all readers. Um, Going into this book, uh, none of us in our group have really enjoyed the sci-fi dystopian theme. But uh, going in through this book, we all really enjoyed this book. And um, we really uh, uh, should uh, recommend it to all of you. So, to wrap it up for uh, the evening, thank you all very much for uh, tuning into our podcast today. I hope you learned a little bit about the book Marrow Thieves, and we recommend you all to try it. Thank you.